0: Hello, you're listening to the Unleash Your Extraordinary podcast. I'm Jess Ratcliffe. Thank you so much for being here. Today's episode, I'm excited about this one, as always, because it's building on last week's in the self fulfilling prophecies and stories that we tell ourselves, but also it's been very prominent in a lot of conversations that I've had this past week. So I'm excited to unpack this topic and hopefully mess with our thinking a little bit right in that we don't have to subscribe to the self-fulfilling prophecy and I think the one we're going to uncover today is possibly the most prominent and powerful of all. We actually don't have to subscribe to it so we're going to get into that. First of all I wanted to give a little bit of an update. Thank you so much to everyone who signed up for Sunday's Catalyst coaching call and for Thursdays I actually broke out Thursday's one into doing one-to-one conversations just to test the difference between the group call and one-on-one and all of them have been amazing. So thank you so much to everybody who signed up for the group call and the one-to-ones. You know who you are. I've loved speaking and coaching all of you. And so there'll be more to come on that. I'm sort of playing around with different ideas of really how to help you most I guess and so if we're not working together one-on-one what else could we do how else could I coach you or how else could we work together to help you continue to take control of your growth and unleash your extraordinary so more to come and in the meantime actually I've updated my website so we've got a jazzy new design and it's a bit of a change so if you fancy having a look that's jessratcliffe.com and actually on there, it's much more prominent now, what you can do is book a confidential coaching discovery call with me. So that's you and me for 45 minutes, talking about anything that is top of mind for you and looking at how we might be able to continue working together if that feels right. But also please do feel free to make the most of that opportunity, I guess, if you have something that's top of mind that you wanna work through, especially if you're curious about coaching how it might be able to help you, what a coaching conversation is like, that's the perfect place to go to and you'll see it all over my website now where you can book a 45 minute confidential one-to-one with me and you can book it straight into my calendar. So we are good to go. But anyway, into today's episode. And so it does build on last week's, particularly on the self-fulfilling prophecy side. And so today we'll be talking about imposter syndrome and actually what I wanna do is just shift our view on it a little bit. I've had a lot of conversations this past week and it's quite a common theme, as I'm sure you can imagine, about imposter syndrome. It's a common theme in those that I work with. It's a common theme overall in high potentials, high achieving individuals. And I just had a conversation actually a week before last with an awesome lady who I think listens to the podcast. and we just sort of poked at it a little bit. You know, we said, actually, what if this is something that because it's been given a name and because it's written about, right? There's like, however many articles on overcoming imposter syndrome, and because it's almost a known entity and an expectation of successful people. You know, if you're successful, you're bound to experience at some point what has been termed as imposter syndrome. So it's almost become in itself the most prominent and therefore most powerful self-fulfilling prophecy because by it being out there and being known and by the nature of it being associated to successful people, if we then start to feel doubt or question ourselves or feel like, oh God, like I feel like I shouldn't be here, and we then relate that, which are all normal feelings, by the way, if we then relate that to being, oh, that must equal imposter syndrome, by then subscribing to believing that we have imposter syndrome, by its nature, we will then feel like an imposter. So I just, you know, this friend and the conversation helped me see it slightly differently. And then as things tend to unfold in life anyway. I've then had a number of conversations around it where that foundation of that sort of looking at it differently really then came into its own where I could then share that different perspective and help my clients start to shift their lens on imposter syndrome and actually choose to unsubscribe from it because we can do that, right? We can notice that we're experiencing a story, or a self-fulfilling prophecy, or a limiting belief, and make the choice to no longer believe it, to question it, to test it, to unsubscribe from that known entity, perhaps. So before we get into more of why I think imposter syndrome, I I don't know, I just, I almost wanna call it out. Do you know what I mean? I almost wanna say, like, I genuinely think it's bullshit. Like, I really think that it's become such a big term that we have taken it on and actually once we unpack it which we're going to do today and sort of shake it out a little bit of course it's underpinned by totally normal feelings self-doubt questioning our you know our sort of abilities or our skill or whether we should be here sort of entering into new levels of success all of those are completely valid but I think or I wonder you know, who the heck at some point in history decided to call it imposter syndrome and then by us taking that on has left us all feeling like imposters. I mean, do you know what I mean? So it feels like it could be something that we have started to believe to be true and by actually believing it to be true, we then start living into it anyway. Because if we're actually sort of saying to ourselves, internally and even externally with co-workers or peers right of like oh yeah I feel imposter syndrome do you feel it you know who who in that moment wants to be the one that's like no you know so we then we feed into it and then we might start to question should I be feeling imposter syndrome like so and so is god and they're really successful or I look at them and see them to be really good at what they do and shit if they feel it maybe I should feel it and so if I'm then thinking I'm an imposter, how am I going to show up in that like in any context as an imposter? So with that in mind, what I actually did is a little bit of a Google and I looked up the definition of both imposter syndrome, but then I thought fuck I'm actually going to go deeper than that. I'm just going to look up the definition of imposter. And here it is. So think about as I describe this or read this out to you, Thank you, Oxford Dictionary. You know, think about does this actually feel the way you feel when you might have identified experiencing imposter syndrome? And is this actually you, right? Truthfully, when you've experienced imposter syndrome, does that actually, the, the definition I'm about to read out, does it represent you? So, the definition of an imposter is a person who pretends to be someone else in order to deceive others especially for fraudulent gain i'm going to read that again a person who pretends to be someone else in order to deceive others especially for fraudulent gain like i mean you're having a laugh do you know what i mean like that's not what we're doing here. And that's not what you're doing here, right? If you're experiencing or have experienced imposter syndrome. And even more so here, they really really it up on the old Oxford Dictionary by giving an, an example, which is, and again, this is for the definition of imposter. So it's obviously bringing to life an example of an imposter. And here it goes. The example is, the charity has warned anyone approached by the imposter to contact the police immediately. Like literally, if we then are sitting in meetings or giving presentations or leading teams and we've let ourselves take on this belief or worry that we might be experiencing imposter syndrome, by the nature of its even, like its name, we then internally probably think, fucking hell, like they've warned anyone approached by the imposter to contact the police immediately right, and that comes with this sense of feeling like we're going to be found out, and there's a threat, right, contact the police immediately, like that's what we think of when we think of imposters, we think of fakes, tricksters, frauds, like almost edging on like being a little bit evil, right, selfish, doing stuff for a, for their own gain, you know, doing things that might harm others for themselves, and you just think, you know, then when we really think about that, no wonder it's terrifying and no wonder it's probably the most powerful self-fulfilling prophecy because who the heck wants to feel that way, right? And so really when we look at that and think about how that therefore will make us feel when we're in a meeting, when we're doing anything that we're sort of working on and reaching new levels of our growth, if that idea of imposter and even just the word Right, Actually, both of the words are kind of heavy, right? Imposter syndrome. So that makes it feel like that's literally something you're not gonna get rid of, like that's a, you know a condition. And I just think, no wonder then, it is so strong at making us feel like we shouldn't be where we are, we've got there by mistake, we've tricked people, we're gonna be found out, they're gonna realize we're actually really shit at what we do rather than really good at what we do. You know, all of these elements which carrying that, even if it's subconscious, will completely shrink who we are and who we can possibly be. So let's look at if you are experiencing imposter syndrome, because you might be thinking, Jess, like, you know, loving how you're taking this to town, but I am actually experiencing it right now. And that's the same with a lot of my clients. It's only when we draw it out from feeling like it's internal, right, like it's in them, And we almost put it into the space between us and start to poke at it, start to question it and reshape it a little bit to then actually start breaking it apart as to what it really means and what really is going on so that we can detach from this bigger, self-fulfilling prophecy of imposter syndrome to actually looking at what really makes that up, right? Is it self-doubt? Is it feeling like, you've taken on more than you feel you're ready for. You know, there's more under that, which then we can work with. Whereas I almost feel like because imposter syndrome has become such a term, we've almost just accepted that we might experience it and then deal with it rather than detach from it, deconstruct it and look at what we can do to start to break through and break free of the individual beliefs or fears or experiences that make up the whole so maybe at the moment you might feel like you're experiencing let's put air quotes around it imposter syndrome because let's think you might have reached a new level of success and so you're stepping into the unknown you're stepping into the new and so immediately there's newness that makes you feel a little a little sort of edgy and anxious at having to live up to your own but also other people's expectations also for some reason I feel like we're told that success is fleeting or temporary and that we should wait for you know as I think Brene Brown gives this incredible story more about joy but even with success we could imagine that we almost wait for the other shoe to drop right we kind of get to where we want to get to and then look around and think God, I dreamt of this, but now that it's actually happened or is happening, is this gonna last? Like, what's this? You know, what's going on? So maybe you've reached a new level of success. And so everything you're experiencing is actually because you're stepping up, right? And that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to be there. It absolutely does. But maybe you're experiencing what you consider to be imposter syndrome because actually you're just living at a new level right you've broken through what might have felt like a previous glass ceiling on your growth and now you're at that next level of your success whatever that definition is to you right it might be how you're feeling it might be the work you're doing the team you're leading the impact you're having whatever success looks like to you perhaps you've recently reached a new level and you're almost waiting for things to go wrong because again we almost when we're used to stuff, right, when we're comfortable with certain levels of success, so for example, let's say that you're comfortable with a cycle of having success, losing success, air quotes, building back up again. When you're in that time of having success, of course your pattern is telling you that this won't last, like there will be a time when you lose this, but that's here where I would invite you to think, what if this is just the next level of many, more levels right not cycling background but continuing to experience more and more success and growth again in whatever definition that resonates the most with you another reason you might be experiencing the air quotes imposter syndrome maybe you're really good at what you do and maybe not many people around you are as good as you at what you do and so on the flip side of that I bet you find it quite easy, right? And again, in the nature of the world we live in, we tend to associate or have been told to partner easy with lazy. And actually, this is where I would invite you to think, maybe you find your work or the thing that you find easy to do, because instead of it being that you're not trying and you're lazy, actually, you're just in flow, right? You're harnessing your superpower and it is in full alignment with your magic and your highest potential. And it should feel easy, right? Why does it have to feel hard? But maybe in those moments where you're finding things easy and most of the people around you might not be, or you just find your work, there's even no need to compare actually, maybe you just find your stuff easy And so you therefore think, God, it shouldn't be this easy, right? I'm so used to people telling me that this should be hard or what we're doing should be difficult. But actually, what if it's okay to be easy? What if easy is the key to knowing that you're in alignment and you're in flow with your highest potential and possibly even your highest purpose, and that's why it feels easy, because it should. Maybe also as a third one to throw into the mix, Maybe it's because you're absolutely loving what you do. And again, we have this narrative out there in the world that, God, we can't make a living at what we love, right? That doesn't work. We're not work we are not meant to love what we do for work. But actually, what if you absolutely love what you do and you're reaching new levels of success and it comes to you, air quotes, easy, because actually we're gonna reframe that to be in flow. What if those are the things underpinning what then makes you start to doubt and question and almost challenge how you're naturally feeling. So then we feel this sort of disconnection between how we feel on the inside and what we think we should be feeling or how we should be seeming on the outside. And those then sort of those gaps between alignment and sort of feeling in full, yeah, like, you know, what's the word, like congruency, I guess, with what not only who we are but also the skills we have how we've got to where we are already and what we can bring to the table if we start to question that and doubt whether we should be there that's when we can start to spin up into feeling like an imposter and therefore associating with imposter syndrome or maybe also right to flip that onto the other side maybe it is that you're experiencing self-doubt Maybe you're overthinking the decisions you have to make or the calls you have to take, right? The choices that you have to be the one to make, maybe you are overthinking, but that's also okay. Just because you're experiencing self-doubt doesn't mean that you're an imposter. Self-doubt, fear, whether that's fear of failure, fear of success, fear of change, overthinking, all of these elements are normal but they do not mean that you are an imposter, right? You are not an imposter and you are not a fraud or a trickster or someone trying to rob a charity. Going back to our earlier example, you know, being extraordinary at what you do and being so hungry for growth and ready to be the best that you can be can be your superpower. We don't have to fight against it, right? We don't have to think, oh shit, it shouldn't be this easy or I've been told that it should be hard, or that if I'm feeling this way, if I'm experiencing doubt, that might be imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome means that you're waiting to be found out. We don't have to subscribe to that. You are not a fraud. Like you are where you are for a reason because you are awesome at what you do and you wouldn't be here if you weren't, right? Already you would not be in the state or position or experience or like role that you are in if you were not meant to be here. Like I'm just such a big believer and I actually use this example in terms of ideas we have or inspirations we experience with a client of mine recently this week, you know, where if you're having ideas and this isn't my thing, this is like a maybe law of attraction thing, but if you are having ideas, you have them for a reason. And I'm just such a big believer and I'm trying to really step into this more in my own life that we wouldn't have these ideas or these inspirations or you know the sort of business ideas podcast ideas content ideas thoughts all of that kind of stuff all of that magic you wouldn't have those ideas or the visions that you have if they weren't meant for you i'm just such a believer in that and i think if you are where you are at the moment and you're experiencing imposter syndrome you know because maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking okay Jess i really love that we've like torn this apart And you've helped me sort of unpack it a little bit to see that maybe actually what I'm experiencing is doubt instead of the hefty imposter syndrome, but I am still experiencing it. Like I still feel like I'm in it. So if that's the case, I wanna share three things that I feel you can do or that I invite you to do to start to detach and start to deconstruct your connection to imposter syndrome. So the first one, if you are feeling it right now, like you're living through it in this moment, I just want you to take a couple of minutes to list your evidence against it. Create a list of all of the things that have got you here. The risks you've taken, the skills you've built, the relationships you've built, the things you've done, the things you've created, all of the things that build the evidence against you being an imposter. And again, like if you are really in the thick of it, this can feel quite challenging, right? Like your brain will tell you, oh no, Jess, I, I don't know what to write, but you do. So tap into that deeper place, almost getting past like what might feel like writer's block, and just let yourself free flow for a couple of minutes all of the evidence that you have that has got you here, right? the dots in your experience looking back that have brought you to where you are now. The second idea that I invite you to test out is simply to unsubscribe from the existence of imposter syndrome in your life. You might doubt yourself, you might fear failure, you might fear change, you might make mistakes. All of that is completely normal, but it doesn't mean that a moment of doubt or a mistake or a failure, AKA a learning, it doesn't mean that that becomes a syndrome, right? That is not turning you into a like from a human into an imposter. You are again where you are for a reason and you have the ideas and experiences that you're having for a reason. The third thing I wanna leave you with is to ease into easy. Start to reframe easy away from lazy or fraudulent or faking it and instead move it towards meaning that you're in flow, you're in alignment and follow that flow Do what feels like magic to you, right? Do what feels like you could do it endlessly. You know, you are just in that state where you could write and write and write, or you could create, create, create. You know, it's tapping into what feels like that fountain of magic inside you. So there's three ideas. I hope this has been helpful. Mainly what I wanted to do in this is just take imposter syndrome to town, right? Because I feel like I just see it too much that it steals... So much potential and joy, and being able to experience and soak in our success, and then springboard from that success. Instead, what it does is it keeps us small. We find ourselves reaching elements of success, then we think, Oh shit, I I feel like a bit of a fraud, or I should feel this way because it's so prominent at the moment. We call ourselves an imposter, or we experience imposter syndrome, and then where are we gonna go from there? Do you know what I mean? If we're waiting to be found out, are we really gonna put ourselves forward? Are we really gonna speak up more than ever before and take the success that we've achieved so far and springboard on to just keep rising and rising and rising? The last thing I wanna leave you with is a question. We've, kind of take, we've unpacked imposter syndrome today, right? And we've looked at it as a self-fulfilling prophecy that we can choose to unsubscribe from. So what other syndromes or self-fulfilling prophecies or limiting beliefs are you currently subscribing to that aren't serving you? And what if you could unsubscribe from those syndromes self-fulfilling prophecies or limiting beliefs what if it's simply like unsubscribing from an email right the thought comes in that then seeds that doubt and spins up into imposter syndrome or i'm not meant to be here or whatever those negative narratives are what if in that moment when you catch yourself thinking that thought you just choose to unsubscribe from it as lightly as you would newsletter you no longer want to subscribe to so i'll leave you with that this has been an interesting one i feel please do let me know if you have any thoughts on this let me know if this has sparked anything let me know if you disagree in any way like let's continue the conversation on instagram you'll find me as always as at jess ratcliffe please do send me any direct messages you wish i would love to hear your thoughts or what this is sort of bubbled up to the surface for you because if you're like the majority of my clients we're prime as high achieving hungry for growth people on a mission we're just prime candidates to experience imposter syndrome and so if you've experienced it if you feel like you've overcome it or if you're going through it right now i would love to continue the conversation in a little instagram dm so i will see you there